We're talking Phoenix football on the program now. We're joined by skipper and 250-game veteran. I had to get that veteran bit in. Mr. Andrew Durante. Uh, Jerry, how are you? I expect you're not too good. After what was going to be one of the highlights of your career, went all a bit pear-shaped. It wasn't the greatest game, was it, last week? Yeah, it was It was a, obviously a nice milestone to hit, but, um, yeah, the game itself and the weather, everything was uh, didn't fall into place how, how we kind of wanted it to. And, yeah, it was disappointing. It was a disappointing night, uh, milestone aside. It was just a scrappy game. The weather was well, diabolical. Um, and they seemed uh, to adjust to it better than we did, which is really surprising. Yeah, that's got a bite, doesn't it? West Sydney come over here and play in that trash, and they managed to sort it out. What do you put that down to? Yeah, it was it was disappointing. We 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 kind of changed game plan a little bit and wanted to be a little bit more on, on the front foot and aggressive. And I think that opened up our lines a bit too much and maybe played into their hands. The, the first two games we've been really compact and disciplined, and I think we opened ourselves up a little bit too much for them. And and they to be fair, they were good and they've got some high quality players, um, some real big names in that team, and and they played really well. You made a couple of changes, or well, not yourself. I don't think you're managing the team just yet, but Mark Rudan did. So uh, no Williams, Burgess ends up up front. Uh, what, no Singh either with Mitch Nichols involved. Do you think they worked for you, those those changes? Um, yeah, it wasn't so much the personnel. Like I said, it was maybe more the approach to the game. Uh, we opened ourselves up. I think, I think Sapri and um, Willow were uh, you know, a little bit hard done by because they, they've done really well, but um, the, the coaches made it clear that everyone uh, has a role to play this season and, and there'll be changes for tactical reasons and, and those boys will go, they accepted it um, when they came on they, they fought hard and, and tried their best so you know we've got to be prepared for that that there's going to be changes and, and it's a team game and we can't you know sulk and sit around and, and be upset about it and, and those two were great but um, yeah it was it was just a disappointing night we didn't uh, we didn't play the way we wanted to play and uh, you know, there's some frustrated players out there. So you get a win, and then you get a draw, and then you have a loss. What's Mark Rudan like under the pressure of the loss? Does he kick rubbish bins around the changing room? Does he get all vocal on it? Does he go quiet? What was his reaction? No, he was all right. We, we had a good chat today, the, uh, the whole team, and um, about the review of the game. And I think the most disappointing thing was not so much that we, we lost the game. He can handle losing. It was just that he, he didn't see the effort or, or the desire to... Uh, that was there the first two games was the most frustrating for him and the players. We we reviewed the game and you know that the little bit of extra runs coming back or that you know that extra tackle weren't there like they were in the first few games. So that was the most disappointing thing. But uh, the beauty of the game is we get a short turnaround. We play Friday night and uh, and we can put this behind us with a with a convincing uh, performance. What well, so do you go back to to plan A do you for this game on Friday night? You just leave what happened over the weekend behind and, and just re go back to that that compact way you were playing. And, and if that does happen, uh, likely to usher in more changes. Do you think or not? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about changes. Uh, uh, that'll be up to the coach. So you know, at the moment, we're not sure, but. Um, it, it'll definitely be a, a team, whoever he puts out there, that'll be hardworking, um, disciplined, organised, all the things that you saw in the first two games. So it's important we get back to back to those things, our identity and, and who we are and what we want to be known as. And, and that's a team that's hard to beat and hard to break down. So, uh, look, we, we, we've looked at the review of the game and, and we know where we went wrong. And now it's up to us to, to make it right and, and put that game behind us and, and continue the way we've been going the first few games. Phoenix skipper Andrew Durante joining the program. McCarty was telling us yesterday at the ground that the rain didn't even hit the deck half the time. It just kind of floated in over the top, went horizontal, then disappeared again. So describe what it was like actually playing in that. Was ball control difficult? How did it make it hard for you? 
Oh, it was just really difficult. Yeah, I mean, anyone who knows Westpac and the wind, and it doesn't actually go in one direction. It, it swells, so uh, you know, one minute you think you're underneath it to, to put in a header, and all of a sudden it's either dropped ten meters short or ten meters past you. So that made it unpredictable. Um, yeah, the, the rain wasn't a huge factor in terms of visibility or anything. It was just the wind and um, the conditions. The ball would be at your feet. You'd look down, and it's moved away again. So little things like that made it made it hard. It was one of the worst conditions um, that I can remember playing in for a while at Westpac and we've had some pretty bad nights but like I said the, the, the sad thing was that uh, they probably adjusted to it better than us and um, you know that shouldn't be the case. I reckon the fans would be pretty pleased though that you weren't leading with 10 to go in that kind of weather <laughs> only what, was only 5,000 people turned up but I suppose you can understand in those conditions can't you, the, the lack of a big crowd Yeah and that was also disappointing for us, you know 9,200 the first game, uh, good result away to Brisbane, we're thinking Saturday night good weather and we could get maybe over that 10k mark and that's that's what we were hoping for but um, yeah you can't blame anyone for not coming out in that weather, it was was shocking, Uh, to get 5,000 was was fantastic. Um, so now hopefully we uh, we, we put in a, a strong performance against City and then we're back home on the 24th uh, and hopefully the, the numbers can turn out then. What was it like facing a hacker, Jura? Uh, yeah, it was special. It, it honestly was really special. Uh, I was very humbled by the by the gesture to, to walk out and with my family, my wife and my and my three daughters to be there and, and have a hacker in, in honour of myself and, and 250 games was it really was special and something that um, you know I'm, I'm really grateful for. Um, yeah, it was it was nice. The, the kids were a little bit scared <laughs> when they when they got close, but um, yeah, obviously we know the significance and, and the respect of, of the haka, so it was it was really nice. Well, to take your mind off things, did it? Though you conceded a penalty, can you blame the haka for that? Uh, yeah, it was the haka's fault. <laughs> nah, look at. You know, in milestone games, you, they're always difficult ones. You, you, the attention's on you. You don't really want it to be. But, you know, it didn't have any impact on, on my performance in the game. Uh, there was a handball in there. Look, uh, some, some refs give them, some don't. You know, it definitely wasn't an arm stuck out intentionally. I kind of turned my back on it. My elbow was raised and it hit it. And, you know, it was unfortunate. And, and even that, you know, at 1-0, maybe we're, we're still a chance then and have that belief. But... You know, that kind of knocked the sails out of us a little bit. And, and again, that's, that was a disappointing factor that, uh, you know, we didn't show enough skill to, to not let it bother us and get on with the game. How's team combo working with all the players uh, off the pitch? Obviously, on the pitch, we can all see that for ourselves. But off the pitch, do you think you're forming a, a decent squad of, of, of mates more than anything? I think we've got a great squad. I really do. I believe we've got a, um, a really close-knit group. Um, you can see every day at training, there's, there's a lot of laughs in the change room on the pitch. It's extremely hard work and and the coach has, has built that into us you know you, you can't fake that stuff we've done a lot of work on that in the in the off season um you know we've been some through some really difficult times with the army barracks stuff that we did and, and you know that builds camaraderie and that builds uh you know uh, you know strong team unity so you know you can't fake that stuff and you know we've, we really do have a good team and um you'll see friday that we, we want to make amends for it if I carry on badgering you about Monday's lack of pace, will that change anything, or should I just shut up about it now? No, look, Monday's a he's a class player. He's um, you know he's still un, he's still unfit. He's not where where we need him to be. But you know he adds so much to this team on the ball. He's so calm and and he's a real enforcer in there. But once his fitness levels are, are up, um, you know he's he's going to be even better. And, and I think next to him, Alex Roof has been fantastic as well. He's uh, you know kind of. Maybe a surprise selection for a lot of people, mm. but you know what he's what he does for our team and, and his role inside the team is in crucial and, and I think he's done really well. 
9.50 Friday night, New Zealand time, away to Melbourne City. Best of luck for game 251, Andrew Durante, and thanks for your time. Awesome. Thanks, Darcy.